You are listening to Audrey Staten on the Hope with Audrey Show. Every week to share the word of God and give hope to people for their future. Join her weekly to hear the encouraging word of the Lord. Hi everyone, this is Audrey again and I'm here from Hope with Audrey. I'm so excited to be here to share the word of the Lord today. As I was praying, I heard the Lord speak about having control, having God controlled, not just self-control, but being controlled by the Holy Spirit, by His Spirit. And in Acts 5 verse 29, it says, I am a God pleaser, not a people pleaser. I obey God before men. And this is something that the Lord has been teaching me to just obey His voice. He says that His sheep hear His voice and they will not obey the voice of a stranger and the stranger they will not follow. God loves us. He wants us to hear his voice in everything that we do. He wants us to put him first. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added on as well. We need to seek Jesus and put him first in our life. Even when hard times are there and when through persecution and anything that we're dealing with. I know I've gone through a lot of persecution and I talk to a lot of people um, daily, especially in trauma therapy, and they go through the persecution and rejection and um, things like that. And God wants us to not worry about what people think of us, but to be a God pleaser. In Romans 8 verse 9, it says, I am living the life of the Spirit because the Holy Spirit dwells within me directs and controls me. God wants us to be controlled by his spirit, be controlled by who he is, to first seek him and to be controlled and have his spirit live in us and to be um, abiding in him, him abiding in us, him to show us the way. Um, He says that he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except through him. So we need to put him first. Now, if you haven't accepted Yeshua, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior, I pray that you will do so now. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me of unrighteousness. I know I've turned away from you, but through you, I can have eternal life, and I submit my life to you today. If you've said that prayer, I ask God to just bless you and to help you grow in him. Lately, I've been sharing a little bit of my testimony on radio up next by two different radio stations, Um, and it's been healing. It's been really, you know, sharing the truth and what happened, you know, not holding it in because a lot of times when we hold in things and I know for me, it's been traumatizing. It literally has trauma stored in your body. That's when you tell truth that you're healed. So God's been having me have open doors of just sharing his truth, sharing what happened to me and also the word of God and for his purposes. And it's been healing. And I'm being controlled by the Holy Spirit, not of man-pleasing or people-pleasing, but doing it for him. So it's always important to be controlled by his spirit. Um, In 2 Corinthians 5 verse 14, it says, The love of Messiah Yeshua controls me. His love is what controls me. I want to please him. If I'm out of his alignment in my life or out of his mercy and grace, then I'm not happy Then everything goes wrong. So I want to be a man, a God pleaser, not a man pleaser. God wants us to have that love and to be controlled by his Holy Spirit. Say, I love you, Lord. I want to be controlled by you and no one else. Come into my heart. 
Help me to hear your voice, to be controlled by you, Lord God, and no one else. In Galatians 1 verse 10, it says, I don't try to be popular with people. All I want to do is the will of God. You know, it says that in the uh, message, but message version. I like that one. And, you know, doing his will is not the easy way. You know, I, um, I've been, I personally, I've been trying to, you know, just fulfill God's call in my life. It's been a very, very hard road. <laughs> the moment you just want to run from the call, but God doesn't let you because he designed you. He created you. He said to me several times in the last two weeks, Audrey, I created you in your mother's womb to do bigger things, to do my purpose. And I put you here for a purpose. And he actually sang over me when I was born and showed me the song that he sang. And it's a song of redemption, a song of deliverance, a song that he wants me to sing when the door is open worldwide. And it's his song because it's the one he sang over me when I was born. And he loves me and he loves you and he wants us to fulfill his call no matter what. He cares about us and he wants us to do his will on this earth. And I don't try to be popular with people. I don't try to please people. Um, you know, I have certain friends or people that God has brought in my life to do trauma coaching with. I have a few friends that I talk to that I'm thankful for. But I don't try to be um, popular with the crowd. In fact, when I got saved, I had to lay down at least 20 people. I was very popular in the world. I had club friends, bar friends, drug friends, um, <laughs> you know, the club friends that I would go out with. And laying them down was the hardest thing I ever had to do. And even in the church, I had to lay down a lot of friends in the church when I didn't have trust for things that they were doing. So it's not always easy to be, you know, following God because he makes you lay down people, sometimes for a season, sometimes for a lifetime. But we have to be God pleasers and not man pleasers. You know, there's a scripture and the, he, and the Lord said this, in the Bible, but also it was in the movie, The Chosen. He says that I didn't come to bring peace, but the sword to um, separate father from son, mother from daughter, daughter-in-law from mother-in-law, um, even your own children. I don't have the actual scripture in front of me. I should have brought it, but it's one of the biggest scriptures that he was talking about in the um, movie, The Chosen, because he didn't come to bring peace, but the sword, because there's a, he's bringing division not for a bad reason, but to bring his truth and his righteousness. And one of the things he has been speaking to me about is, and I say this with love because this is what I'm hearing the Lord say, is codependency. Codependency is when we're dependent on people that God is saying don't to be dependent on. I can't depend on my daughter as much as I love her. I can't. I couldn't depend on my mother who was not saved. Um, let me just open the scripture as I'm saying this. And it's 111. He always confirms as I'm saying this. It's 111. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So he definitely wanted me to speak on this. He always confirms with 222 and 111. So let me open it up. But he says, I didn't come to bring peace but a sword. Hold on. Let me open it up. Hallelujah. Um, To bring. Okay. Let me see what scripture that is. It's in Matthew 10 34. 
to 36. Let me open that up. Hallelujah. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to this earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and one's foes will be member of, members of his own household. That's Matthew 10, verse 34 to 36. Um, we can't be concerned about what other people think of us and other people's opinion to justify war. We have to go to Jesus and see what he says. Jesus tells us in his word that he will divide people, even within families, and be an instrument of actual killing because, not that we should kill our family members, but to be like a butter knife divides butter, but he will also use it as a sort of an instrument to divide what is truth from non-truth from first of all codependency is i believe one of the biggest things the lord wants to deal with right now it causes lies confusion drugs alcohol people staying in bondage when they're in bondage to being submissive to a family member that god never told you to be submissive to now i never had a problem with this because you know i always told my mother i don't believe the way you do i told my father and I stood up for what was righteous. And, you know, I, they pretty much excluded me from the family. <laughs> it was like the eyeball out. I was like the black sheep of the family because I always believed in Jesus. And being Jewish, it was not very well liked. So God really, and I cried in the movie because it was really a powerful moment. And God didn't come to give us peace. He doesn't want us to be codependent. He brings separation to bring unity at times because he wants us to do it his will not our will and that's the word of god and this is the time where he's dealing with codependency he's dealing with that spirit that will keep you in bondage to things that god wants to remove from your life um and i just saw that now as i was reading and the holy spirit gave that to me so in colossians 1 verse 10 it says, I love people and I want them to be happy with me, but I don't allow them to control me. I am led by the Holy Spirit. And this is like the message version. And it's in Colossians 1.10 and 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 4. So, you know, I want people to like me. You know, it's not easy when people have their opinions, when all I do is share the truth of what, you know, God says and what's happened. You know, people come against me. But... I can't worry about what people think. I have to be a God pleaser, not a man pleaser. And God's given me courage to do that. In Deuteronomy, it says, I am strong and of good courage. I do not fear, for I am not afraid. For the Lord my God is with me wherever I go. He will not leave me or forsake me. The Lord has been there for me through thick and thin. He's come through, and he will come through for you as you stand for righteousness and truth. You know, if we have faith as much as a mustard seed, we can speak to any mountain and say, move from here to yonder place and nothing's impossible for us. You know, we have to have the God control, being controlled by his spirit, not by our flesh. You know, the Lord told me to move forward. He gave me a birthday, March 4th, and he doesn't want me staying stagnant in the past, but he does want me speaking truth. And I will stand before Jesus. Everything I've ever said is the truth. I was there. I went through it. And the Lord's been on my side defending me and being there for me. And I've had people that have been there for me. I've had a lot of rejection. A lot of people come against me, not believe me. But God believes me. He was there. And he loves me. And he's been my advocate. And he's been the one. Um, you know, if you feel 
you know how you know if somebody's repentant for their sins they have remorse they don't try to cover it up they don't try to run away from it they they take responsibility um, I just went through a situation where one of the workers for one of the companies um, you know I don't want to say too much but they did something really bad and they damaged some really expensive property <laughs> and never said they're sorry, never took remorse, never, you know, just tried to cover it up and get out of the situation and not take control of what God wants them to do. And that's not God's will. So you know when they're sorry, when they are remorseful and they're repentant and they want to change and they want to be accountable for what they did wrong. So that's how you know somebody's sorry. So we need to be in control of our behavior, in control of how we handle things and not try to man please or people please. During trauma coaching, I do a lot of people pleasing and boundary setting. That's one of the biggest things I do almost daily with my trauma coaching. I do a lot of codependency groups. And that's because the Lord is dealing with that spirit because it's one of the biggest spirits. Um, it's a Jezebel also spirit that comes in through codependency um, be in unhealthy relationships. God wants us to be only dependent on Him. And He will you know, separate anything that becomes an idol in our life. It could be people, it could be even Facebook, it could be anything. He will take control and he will separate it. Now, I see a lot of parents um, being codependent with their children, and that's something I've been dealing with with my daughter, not being codependent and not allowing her to get away with things. Um, it's not easy, but I always tell her that, you know, if, God forbid, I ever see you do drugs and alcohol, I would get the police. I would not allow... Um, you know, that's going to go on because I care about her and I don't want her to continue in it. And a lot of the friends and people in the high schools are doing that. So I'm not going to allow that. And I'm not going to be codependent because I know codependency is the biggest killer and the cause of um, problems. I'm not going to lie for her. You know, I've told the truth of everything that's happened to her. I would never do that because I want truth. God is all about truth and righteousness. And he doesn't want us being codependent with our children, with our parents, with um, people, even, you know, just like this, the Bible says in that scripture that the Lord opened me to on 111. <laughs> I'll read it again. Matthew 10, 34 to 36. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to this earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and one's foes will be members of their own household. That's Matthew 10, 34 to 36. Jesus also said that you will not be welcomed. Even A prophet is not even honored in his own household. He'll be honored everywhere else. And I read that the other day. And that's so true with the prophets now that people in their own community, in their own town, Jesus was not honored because they remembered him as the carpenter's son. And it's just a carpenter and Mary's son and nobody important. But God is raising up nobodies right now to become somebodies with the word of the Lord. And I went through a lot of situations where I had two um, ex-husbands that had a very strong codependency for their moms and it was a major problem for their health, their wealth, and their life. And God wanted to break that addiction and that codependency. And if I even told you what happened, especially with the first one, um, you know, I don't want to, it's not that I'm bad-mouthing. I'm sharing truth about what can happen with that spirit and not to have, be controlled by our um, families, but to be controlled by God.
and he had me teaching on codependency for many years because it can destroy families. <clears throat> and it, I'll just get into one situation where um, it was so bad with the first marriage that he lived with his mom until we got married. And then he ended up, um, I ended up working for eight years or uh, it was six years, I'm sorry, and paying all the bills. We went into bankruptcy. It was very difficult. I was always negative in my account. Thousands of dollars were taken. I can go on all day with that. I'm trying not, it's not to put the person down. But he went back to his mom because he lived with his mom who paid for everything. And he ended up not being able to survive when she got sick and he ended up on the streets and things are not going very well. So it's not ever a good thing to be codependent. And God wants that cycle to be broken in this time before revival comes. That's one of the big things. He also wants truth to come out and to be uh, controlled by truth and righteousness and not lying and ch twisting stories. And if you, if you hear this message, you might think that I have the wrong heart, but I'm telling you what I feel the Lord is saying. He actually told me to speak about being controlled by the Spirit of God and not by our flesh. So I'm a God pleaser, not a people pleaser. I obey God before man. And that's in Acts 5.29. We cannot, you know, be controlled by people and worrying about what they think because that's where you're going to fall. Pride comes before a fall. And one of the things um, that God really, really has taught me to tell, teach others, because I'm doing a lot of coaching on this, is to make God your, be codependent on Him. When He's your number one priority, people come second and make it in order, you know, there's an order in the life, your life. You put Jesus first. Then, you know, if, you, if you're married, it's a husband or wife. Then it's your child. Then it's your extended family. And then the church, or the church first, and then the extended family. But it has to be in order. It definitely does not work. And that's one of the things I've been teaching almost regularly, even in the trauma support group, because a lot of people were dealing with the situation and, and divorce and problems. Um, so anyway, I, I just felt to say that because he opened me up to that. So Lord, I just pray right now that you will bring order in people's lives, bring truth into the open, Lord God, that you will deliver people from the spirit of even um, Jezebel, narcissism, anything that's holding people back, codependency. Um, I break that cycle in the name of Jesus. I send it to Jesus Christ for judgment. I pray that people get delivered and set free. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. I worked with drugs and alcohol and mental health for many years. And most of the families were enmeshed. And when they were enmeshed, they never got set free. And that's one of the things I would train people in New Jersey and New York when I worked in psych to help them get set free. And I would teach them about codependency because I dealt with so much even before I moved to Florida. And I had such a heart for that. Um, and God wants people to be codependent no more. There's actually a book that I use in my groups. It's called Codependent No More. That's one of my biggest um, topics that the Lord has me working with people on a one-to-one -one basis because God wants people set free and it can destroy your life if you're not set free from that. And he wants us to be controlled by him, not to be man pleasers. The love of Messiah controls me. I don't try to be popular with people. All I want to do is the will of God. And I love people and I want them to be happy with me, but I don't allow them to control me. I am led by the Holy Spirit. So Lord, I declare and decree people to have courage, to be strong, um, 
and courageous not to be afraid or to be dismayed for the Lord our God will go with them wherever they go and that's in Joshua 1 9 to be strong you could do all things through Christ that strengthens you I could do all things that through Christ that strengthens me so anyway I love you all I praise you Lord if you need a trauma coach I'm here for you my name is Audrey this is every week I share the message of the Lord on Hope with Audrey. Um, you can call me at 941-258-8389. That's 941-258-8389. I've been doing voiceover and I'm doing um, radio three times a week. I'm on, if you go on my Facebook, you could see the link and you can hear me on the radio. I've been sharing my testimony. There's so much more to the testimony that I have not shared yet. But the Lord said I will be sharing it eventually. But I feel good that God's opening doors that you know for his truth and people are getting healed. So I thank you for that. If you want a trauma coach, a life coach, if you want me to speak at your church or conference, my number is 941-258-8389. Um, I love you. Have a beautiful day. God bless you. Or you can go on abministry.com. That's abministry.com. I also have a book. It's called Hope and Healing Tools to Have Peace in the Eye of the Storm. And it's coming on audiobook probably by the end of the month. Um, that's my book, Hope and Healing Tools to Have Peace in the Eye of the Storm. And I have a lot of tools that God gave me to help you have peace in the eye of the storm. God bless you. Have a great day.